Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a somber Saturday, and this is the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Totri. Yeah, you are. Joined on this walk of shame by Shane Diefenbach yeah. to my left, Sean DePaz to my right. Yes. And gentlemen, it is a walk of shame because the Sun Devils fall to number 13 Utah by a final score of 34-13 to and Sean Iguano's head coaching debut as an interim coach for Arizona State. Uh, just initially, right off the bat, what did you see, Sean? Um, I mean, I saw something different, that's for sure. They hardly ran the ball at all. Yep. Um, I think they went a little too far in the other direction, which I'm sure we'll get into later. But, um, I mean, first drive, three straight passes. I think I tweeted we saw more empty backfield this game than we have seen the first three games of the season. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of offensively a pretty underwhelming performance. Defensively, I think they were a lot better than the score might suggest. Um, and special teams stole the show, I guess, <laughs> if you want to. Stole the show, sure. Stole the show. They were a part they of the show. They made the most exciting plays. For um, ASU. For ASU. They were the yeah. only role casted in the play of ASU and Utah from the ASU side. They were the only person that actually did something in the yeah. show. Yeah, that's fair. What do you think, Shane? Um yeah. Just nah. It just happened. Eh, I mean, it happened. A game was played. Yeah. It, it, it was. Look, we we were all jazzed up about maybe this team's out with their hair on fire, and then you know you saw that first drive, and you're like, I need to kind of just get accustomed to everything. John Aguano, as much as I want to make him out to be this magician and this great story, hometown like coach and whatever, um, it, it, that's this, this is not a fairy tale, guys. It's just not. Yeah. Um Shit happens. Uh, Utah's really good at football. Yeah. They are. Um, oh my God, Devin. <laughs> so same. Well, not, sorry, not, Devin. Not same, but uh, might have been same. It was like my freshman or sophomore year. Uh, yeah, Rashad Penny's like 500 all purpose yard game. Yeah. Last time you were at an ASU game? What? No, no. It was my first, like, one of my first ASU football game. Oh. Yeah, Devin in the chat for everybody on audio saying his first game since Rashad Penny was in college. Charles is here. Joe is here. Wannikin is here saying the ghost of Herm Edwards looms mm -hmm. over this program. Eh. Um, shout out to Blaine 
uh, on Twitter who was DMing me all of today. He was in our chat, um, I think Friday, saying he was going to be at Casa. Yeah. Um, just drinking buckets. He followed through with that, he said. Really? And he said he was five deep at one point, which is crazy. Five respect. buckets deep? I, I mean, wish I was five your, buckets your, deep at one point during this game. Go get your stomach pumped, if that's true. Wow. My God. Yeah, that's um, pretty But yeah, that's what, that's what this is all about. I mean, we just, you know, we're here to come for you. So we were talking back and forth. Talking coaches and whatnot. But. You good? You have a tummy ache or what? Or it's just scrolling. And Eric Gentry just quote tweeted a USC victory post that said, "Uh oh, the game in trouble," and I'm sad now. Well, even more sad than Don't I was. Be sad, buddy. Eric Gentry with an interception tonight for USC. Yeah, USC ended up winning seventeen. Demarcus Davis with an interception for ASU. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one doesn't matter as much. No, but it could have. It, it could have mattered. Yeah, that was that was at the point coming out of the the at halftime. Where ASU went three and out, and at that point you're like, okay, they need some sort of like life here. And Tamarcus Davis, who had been picked on all night by yeah. Cameron Rising, um, especially after he had a almost interception yeah. on fourth and goal, turned into a uh, Kincaid touchdown for Utah. Dude, that shit was ridiculous. That's- yeah. Uh, I still don't fully understand how it was caught. It just like, went through his hands. But no, it like tipped off his fingers, and then Kincaid like kind of one hand caught it. Like he like bobbled it and then caught it with one hand. The shit was when you watch the replay, slow motion was like a, a low key wild play. Like it wasn't like flashy, but that shit was. Oh, and you for that, the Madden glitches in the first half for real. Yeah, because I literally like the first two draw. The first two scores were a double reverse flea flicker. Yeah, and just the magic of the cool. ball. Phasing through I was, Stevie's hands. Uh, I was filming uh, down on the field. Um, I, I I don't know how defenses do this. I didn't know where the ball was. On that. <laughs> Granted, I was looking through my viewfinder, yeah. so it's a lot harder. But my God, I was confused. I, I was like, what, what, where? And then all of a sudden I heard a roar. I'm like, oh, they're in the end zone. They scored. <laughs> That's funny because from... From upstairs in the press box, Sean had turned over to me. He's like, it's crazy how it's so much easier to dissect a game from up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and while you're over there trying to find, like, yeah, oh, shit, there's, feel, like, eight guys with the ball. Um, I love our chat. I yeah. love Andrew's comment. I'm here, and that game was kind of bad. I, yeah. That's just that perfect, Andrew. It was kind of bad. We are also bad. here, and that game that but was look, bad. Look, it, we it, were there. It was bad, and, now we're but, here. and I know I had predicted ASU to, to win the game, um, just trying to believe in the story a little bit. But in, in reality... Like, this was expected, right? Like, ASU is supposed to lose to number 13, Utah. They're supposed to lose to number 7, USC. That's just... that's Especially after a midseason coaching change. Yeah, yeah, that's college football. Like, yes, you love the story, and that's part of it, but at the end of the day, the better team was Utah tonight there's from a lot start of book, to finish. There's a lot of book left. If there's a lot, of, a lot of games to be played. Oh, yeah, 100%. But, like, I don't want people, and I know people already are going to, you know... Oh, Aguano doesn't deserve no. this. I saw there was a tweet um, from College Football Reddit. <laughs> band did go stupid tonight. The band did go crazy. Talking about how um, like Utah was going for it up 25 on fourth and two at some point and like whatever against ASU who didn't have a coach. And like, come on. And then one of the comments below it was like, yeah, we're making a high school, like a make-a-wish high school coach's dream like come true. Which like... It's his first fucking game against number 13, Utah. And I'm sorry, it's not going to look any better against number 7, USC. It's going to look worse next week. Like, that's the growing pains of having a new coach. Like, as much as everybody would love everything to be solved in one week, that's not how this works. Well, you're at such a disadvantage, obviously, being put with the week to game plan, but also to game plan against a Kyle Winningham team. Yeah. Who, you know, they, Utah is a well-coached team. Yeah. 
<laughs> they played Mo Bamba four times. Hell yeah, she does go hard. Um, yeah, and also like it was kind of like, oh man, they're you're gonna kick ASU while they're down while they're going for it, but also like. At the end of the year, the CFP committee is going to get in a room yeah, and look have at to a book of stats. Like They're going to get stats yeah. laid out to them. Plus, if you're going to pick up a first down, if you know you can pick up a first down, why would you not go for yeah. it? Yeah. And they, yeah they just, just take it easy on um, the opponent. What I found kind of offensive was, I, 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 again, I don't think anything's come out yet. We don't know. But Tavion Thomas didn't play until the third, like late in the third quarter. Yeah. And nobody knows why. People are suspecting you know, suspension. I'm not going to Like team rules or something? I'm not going to suspect anything. Um, the only thing I will allude to is maybe they just didn't need him. Like they, did, they didn't. They saw what they had a guy who was listed at quarterback. Yeah. run tonight. They saw what <laughs> an EMU running back can do against this front seven. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it wasn't great. The was, numbers weren't great. Yeah, there are I'm seeing some updates from the post game presser and stuff like that. Aguano seems like he's actually saying words this time, like saying words that mean something. I mean, mm-hmm. like, like I love when people say words that mean something. Um, we do that occasionally. Like they we? were talking about, like someone asked him about not taking advantage on first downs, and he responded, he's "Like, oh, we'll address this with our offensive staff." Like, oh, so you're actually gonna like do something about it? That's just like just a lot of the stuff that I've been seeing about how like they still think it was the best week of practice, and they're just like that's just a better team on the other side. Yeah, that's ultimately what it does. Like it is like ASU. Like I had said earlier, I think their defense was a lot better than um, the score suggested. Isaiah Johnson was, I think, pretty amazing. He made a, a few big plays. There was that one sequence near the end, or in near the end of the first half, where Jordan Clark just laid out the running back, and then Isaiah yeah. Johnson came up and Chopped made a big tackle, tackle yeah. in the open field. Like the, uh, that's the first had, time I saw oh, Jordan Clark from what we know. Jordan Clark was capable of yeah, doing. Yeah. And that was, I think, that was. It was funny before the game. I pointed this out to Totri. AS, or Sunday Night Football tweeted out he's back, and it was a video of Jordan Clark. And I'm like, he he kind of been back last week. Yeah. Like he he's been here. Yeah, he's what are you fully back? What does that mean? He did make history though tonight. No. Oh boy. Yeah. First this was uh, this was the fewest rushing yards oh. in a single game in ASU history tonight. They had. Can anybody? Does anybody know? Uh, it I was do. Ten, right? Six. It was six. six. It was six. Adjusted for sacks, though. If they. Did it the right way, they would have oh, had 51 rush yards. Devin in the chat already on it. Yep, there you go. Uh, it was not good. It was not good at all tonight. Obviously, the sacks, we'll get into that. Um, I mean, while we're talking about it, we might as well pull up the numbers from the game. Obviously, This is a dumb rule. What's The, the sack the, was stupid. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Like I said, adjusted for sacks, it's 50, they rushed for 51 yards. Yeah, so we know the final score, 34-13, obviously, Utah with the win. Pass yards, 261 to 260 in favor of ASU rush yards, man. This is 205 to a whopping six. Hey, they won something. And it wasn't penalties. Pass yards. Penalties. I guess they won penalties. Utah committed more penalties tonight, six for 70 yards, ASU five for 35, and then sacks. Um, This seems to be a reoccurring theme for the Sun Devils, just unable to get to the quarterback and really – Put a lot of pressure on opposing quarterbacks. Five sacks for the Utes. None tonight for ASU. Andrew, you're you're on one tonight, and I love it. <laughs> In the chat, he goes, so does this mean USC is a trap game? No, but but Chiefs minus five and a half tomorrow is. Tell you what. No. Um, the rush yards are concerning. Only because, like I had mentioned earlier. Because Xavier Valade was the leading rusher in the Pac-12 going into tonight. Yes. It seems like Aguano in this offense, I don't know if it's Aguano, if it was just him kind of deferring to Glenn, but they seem like they over-addressed it. Yeah. They, like, the, the, you made this point earlier, and I think it's a great point. Continue. No, just they, they like, you, 
we had talked about it for the first three games, how we wanted to see Emery pass more. We wanted to see them use that a balance pass attack more. And then they came out in the first drive and they passed the ball three straight plays. Yeah. And, and we're like, whoa, 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 not that much. <laughs> like, relax. Come like, on. Like, Hold on now. Xavier, Hold Xavier, do it again. Xavier it again. is still the best player on this offense, on the team possibly. And Daniel Gatto is might be the second best player. We just don't yeah. get to see him very often. Like, you still have to run the ball. It almost seemed like Iguana was like, they're going to expect us to run because I'm the running backs coach. Let's just pass it. And, again, I'm sure we'll get into this more in depth, but Emory Jones was not good tonight. Like, at a certain point, I think you have to be like, okay, we know what we are. Let's run the ball. Um, they didn't do it at all. It was so, wild to see. Uh, but on the same side of the coin, or on a different side of the coin, I guess, with, with <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Love the coins. Side of the coin? Just, I just like There's only two sides of a coin. I know. Maybe on the, the middle of the Maybe, of the, maybe the outside of the coin. The outer edge. Maybe yeah. on the other side of a... David, you would know this. What's a what's one of those uh, Dungeons & Dragons die with the bunch of sides? You know what it's called? I'm not that nerdy. Damn. Uh, the D12. Oh. Or the D20 because of the, the roll for sandwich guy. The 20 sauce roll? Sure. Carry I, on. Those words that. made no sense to me. You've never seen that? No. Okay, wow. I, got, I have a world of TikTok to show you after this. <laughs> um, anyway, w- one thing that I, I did notice that's kind of in the same vein as that is they did have Emery keep the ball multiple times tonight, which yeah. maybe that's just Emery. Maybe it's it's Iguano saying you need to keep the ball, or maybe it's just designed and that was going to happen regardless, and it wasn't a read. Charles, um, yeah. D20. The first time I saw it was at the start of the second half. Went for, I want to say, nine yards. Fantastic. Then they ran the ball, and then on third and one, they tried another one, um, and it looked like and and the and the linebacker, I'm blanking on his name, just made an incredible read. Like, but he was swallowed up, and so that's kind of the same thing. It's like, yeah, we'd love to see just because the fans want passing and they want I'm ready to keep the ball doesn't mean be predictable. Yeah, you know, yeah. you want to switch it up. Good. I think they'll find it. Charles saying D20. Yeah. I, I think they'll find it, but. Yeah. It's it's just getting used to it. And again, they only what five days of practice, yeah. if that four? Yeah, four days of full practice. Yeah, because they gave him Monday off. Yeah. Then three days because they did a walkthrough on Friday or yesterday. Yeah. Aguano literally Nothing. said Aguano literally said in his postgame presser, he was like, We got too predictable and it allowed them to pin their ears back. Like that uh, was particularly on first downs. Like they they were super predictable. Are we getting into full blown Emory talk right now or should I wait? Before okay. before we get to that, I do want to say because Aguano has addressed the <laughs> offensive struggles, um, and so he, his response to a question about the offense tonight was simply, "If I don't make adjustments, shame on me because the kids deserve it." Um, Aguano also saying that he's got confidence in offensive coordinator Glenn Thomas. Um, I, I think you guys both hit the nail on the head there with it got too pass heavy. Yeah, um, we wanted to see Emory Jones throw the ball a little more. However, I think when you have an offense built around a run game as talented as ASU's, you can't stray too far away from that. The run yeah. game is built for this offense, as it has been for the last half decade, to set up play-action shots. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like It seemed like we wanted more re- passing, but as a means to an end. Like yes. We wanted yeah. it to open up the run game more. We didn't want it to be the offense. Like, yeah. We all knew, everyone knew, and Aguano's the running backs coach. He damn well knew yeah. that the best part of this offense is Xavier Valade. Yeah. And they it, went away from it. It also just might be a case of of Glenn Thomas the leash being too little too that's, loose. That's what I said. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe he was just like if he just deferred to yeah. Glenn Thomas and Glenn was just like, Well, fuck it. Fuck it. We ball. I think and I they think did not ball, it. but they Somebody's tried down to. there. Speaking this... of balling, the entire women's basketball team, including Coach Adair, was there tonight. Nice. Um, I think what this did show tonight was just how much of an impact Herm had. On the offense, yeah. because you went from going back to coins, one side where all we do is run, 
on in some situations it's third and seven we're gonna run the fucking football to another time where first play of the game we're running four wide with one back to next play of the game we got three wide third play of the game we're running trips right side like it's it's a completely different offense yeah so for everybody that was barking on twitter that they wanted to see something new you can't bitch because you got something new it just didn't wasn't great go very well yeah i I, yeah it was it was tough um and I, yeah, I just, I don't really know what to say other than that it just, it seemed like they over-adjusted and hopefully they, because the reality of this game is I don't know what, like, I don't think there was anything Iguano could have done to put this team in a position to win. Like, Utah's just a better team than them. Yeah, the better team won tonight. tonight. So, I mean, hopefully they're going to look at this as just kind of like a, all right, we saw what we do when we're run heavy. We've seen what we're capable of when we're run heavy. We saw what happens when we rely too heavily on the pass. Now let the pendulum swing back in the right direction from not when they're in LA and they make Eric Country look like a fool for leaving and they beat USC by a point. Because mm, yeah. Carter Brown hits a game winning. Sam in the chat saying the team stinks, no stars on the team. It's like having a race car that doesn't run That's wrong. and all we did is change the driver. Same results. Xavier disagree Valley entirely. Disagree entirely with that statement. Um I think if if you don't believe that there's stars on this team, then you're not watching every single play without being irritated in your head before it, the play starts. Yeah, I mean, it's not USC. There's not stars. No, but you've got but NFL caliber players on this team. Yeah. I would I'm, say there's stars. I'd say, by what Xavier Valdez is a that's, well, that's what star. I'm saying. He's, we, I said there's, there's, a not, star. there's a star. I don't know if there's star. stars. I don't think anyone else on this offense is like a, one of those guys yeah. is the best at their no, position right. in college football. Right. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, but I think Xavier is. Like, I think he's one of the best running backs in the country. Yeah. Um, but there are NFL caliber players. There are rising team. stars yeah. all yeah. over yeah. the place. Yes, 100%. Shout out Cam. Jordan Clark, likely an NFL defensive back. Elijah Badger, if he continues where he's at, I think he could be an NFL receiver. Maybe not drafted at all, but he'll definitely be on an NFL roster at some point. Ladarius Henderson will make an NFL roster. Xavier Valade will make an NFL roster. Like, there are a bunch of guys on this team. It's just a matter of you've got to just... What did Aaron Rodgers say at the end of last season when everyone was calling for the season to be over after they got their ass kicked by the Saints? give me a perk? No. Ayahuasca? Where's the ayahuasca? Relax. Just fucking relax, guys. Take a Xanax. Relax. That's what he said. Okay, well, don't do that. Unless you're... I don't want these. I'm just saying... Yeah, unless you've been prescribed by a medical professional and then take your prescription. We are not that. As appropriate. But we are not a medical professional. You are not him. You're right. We're not him. Eh, it is what it is. I think collectively we're him. Collectively? Am I the I? You're the H? He's the M? Yeah. Yeah? Wouldn't I be the H? Because they're looking at us H-I. Yeah. No, what if I'm the M, you're the H? No, you're definitely the I. Why? Because you're there. I feel like that's offensive. Do you not think that's offensive? I don't really know how it could be offensive. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? I mean, let's get let's get an Amory Jones. <laughs> bad. <laughs> I'm not gonna it. say he's bad. He's he's bad. What do you guys think? Let bad. us know in the chat what you thought of Amory Jones' was performance not tonight. He was not good. I mean, it just his decision making was bad. The, I, the, the offensive line wasn't great, but there was times where they did do their job, and he was bad. He. Like we talked about it in the box, there was times where he just wasn't stepping into his throws. There was times where he would he was missing guys that were wide open. Yeah, he was holding on to the ball too long sometimes, which you su- hate to see with a quarterback who's capable of making plays with his feet. Like he would just hold on to it and take sacks when he really couldn't be taking sacks, like two times in a row on the first yeah. drive. Um, his, his some of his throws were just like looked like you or I made them at points. Like they were just nowhere near the. Well, he didn't receiver. step into it. Yeah, and then just. Just like the 
turnover was not good. Like it was just it was a pretty all around bad performance from Emory Jones. This game wouldn't have been a win if Emory Jones was better, but it would have been more interesting and it would have been closer if Emory Jones was better. Yeah. Um it just sucks because it's what we've been calling for all year to see Emory Jones have an opportunity to be a quarterback. And he got that opportunity tonight, and he was not great. Obviously, it doesn't help that the offense became predictable. Like, that doesn't put him in a position to succeed. But whenever he had an opportunity to succeed, he did not. No. Do you think that Utah, even though this was – because one of the things we were talking about is the X factor of having a new coach. Nobody knows what's going to happen in terms of game planning for this team. Mm -hmm. Do you think that Utah just knew, like, yeah, they're going to let Emery loose and they game plan for that? Because the pressure they were bringing tonight was ridiculous. I don't I, know how you can game plan for that though when you haven't seen it prior. No, but all you, you gotta do is you can game plan for a pass, pass heavy offense. All you gotta do is turn on Emery's tape from last year yeah. and you saw exactly what you saw tonight. In yeah, Emery's okay. bad games, this is what he looks like. Yeah, I mean, I literally I brought that up. You had talked about it in the off season when you looked at all the interceptions he had made. Like he was making a lot of those same mistakes tonight. Yeah, yeah. the O line wasn't good though. No, the O line wasn't good, but there are points where Emery's pocket presence was you or I had better pocket presence where throws that he needed to step in, like he needed to step up in and make the throw. He just simply didn't. He just sat there and threw it off of his back foot, which nine times out of 10, it's going to hit the dirt or it's going to get intercepted. The other times when they were sending pressure, he wouldn't read it and he would sit in the pocket too long. I don't think the offensive line was that bad. Like they were not great. They got beat like a drum a lot of the time. But even when they, it was a combo. Of yeah, yeah, but but it's but offensive line play isn't even when they held up. That doesn't matter. They got beat more times than they didn't. Yeah, hundred percent. But that again, that's what you expect in a game like this. You expect Utah to win that point of attack. Not when you're only sending four. I don't think Emory Jones can really throw the football. I'm just gonna because <laughs> oh no, look at what happened last week. A number like the shots that he did take against Eastern Michigan, most of those were not accurate throws downfield. Two of them should have been caught. They still weren't accurate. They were not as good at throws as they could have There been. were throws tonight specifically. This is the worst this I have is, seen. Yeah, this was well, way worse yeah, than last he week. He had but. happy feet tonight. He, he could never set his feet. He was throwing off of his back foot. He, but he was always getting moved out of the pocket. I agree. He needs to have more better pocket presence. He needs to be more confident in stepping up in the pocket with this offensive line. But at the same time, this is fucking Utah. Like... They are dogs. Yeah, when they bring, when they put a safety in the box, the game is over. And they were doing that all night, bringing four yeah, or five. It gets easier next week. But look, oh, wait. that's what I'm saying. At, at, what point, that. at what point oh, wait. is it like, look, Emory Jones has to look in the mirror and be like, look, I was pushed out of Florida. Regardless of what anybody wants to say, him leaving, whatever. He was pushed out of Florida because everybody knew that Anthony Richardson was simply him and well, he was going to take over. He's now. not him. Okay. But you had every reason to believe he would yeah. be. Exactly. And at the end of the day, Florida beat Utah. ASU didn't. Right? Yeah. I mean, Anthony Richardson played guys. a hell of a game against Utah. Emory Jones didn't. So at what point does Emory Jones have to look in the mirror and be like, look, I transferred to ASU because I had something to prove. I had something to prove to. Everybody that wanted him out in Florida and every other school, every other Power 5 school that didn't want to take a chance on him, right? So he comes to ASU. This is where you're at. Like, you got Utah, you got USC, and you got Washington. Yeah. And we got... We have all-city first-team running back and ASU running back Daniel Ngata. Daniel, how you doing, man? Uh... I'm doing good. I'm always doing some. I'm driving home. I'm going to park the car real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you do that, man. Let, hey, let us know when you park. Don't. <laughs> let's not do the, the interview while you're uh, 
while you're driving. Gotta be safe out there, boss. Uh, I'm in. I'm I'm in the neighborhood, so I'm all good, really. Okay. Got you, got you. Hey man, just just right off the bat, um, obviously first first game with Sean Aguano as an interim head coach. How do you feel he did tonight? Oh uh, uh, no, I feel like Coach Aguano. He did. He told us what his plan was. He told us what the game plan was. You know, I feel like the coaches did did what they supposed to do. It's just another game on us as players. You know, but I like like he he, he had told us what he wanted. We expected out of us, you know, and expectations really didn't fail except for, you know, the dub. So, you know, us players, you know, literally we just got to be better. It's, it's, it sounds so simple, but, you know, it's, it's got to get better. Daniel, when it seems like whenever you touch the ball, there's just a jolt of electricity <laughs> that goes through this team. I mean, obviously the 50-plus yard kick return tonight. Uh, what is it about your mentality that – you make every single rep count every time. What makes you run so hard for this football team? Man, I was just talking about that. Um, but like every time I just touch the ball, I just got purpose. You know, I, I got a purpose every time I touch the field. And uh, you know, my family, I just think about them every time. So I'm, I'm just a family man. And I, I just, I, I thought so much, you know, starting, sat down just with myself. You know why do I do this? Why do I play football? And you know it just reflects my family. So that's the that, that's like the main reason. Every time I every time I touch the ball, I'm trying to try and provide for my family so my family don't gotta work again. I don't like seeing my I don't like hearing when my aunt calls me. She talking about she tired. I don't like that because she, she's always tired by work. My mom always tired by work. So like that's that's just some stuff you know that just pushes me. You know every single day I practice. Even in the classroom, cause I hate school. So like, <laughs> so like, man, like I hate school. So I really like, you know, the tough days. I'd be like, dang, why am I, why am I doing this? Why am I? I can just leave, get a bad grade on it, and you know, my grade go down a little bit. So I just, nah, dang, you gotta do this. Your mom wants you. Boom, your parents are depending on you. They're working. I gotta put in that hard work myself. So you know, that's just something I think about literally twenty four seven. So. You know, every time I touch the ball, I try to, I try to, you know, have an explosive play. I try to score a touchdown every day in practice. You will see me try to score a touchdown as many times as I can, try to envision myself. So that's just something I just do big. So uh, You had mentioned practice earlier, and, I mean, last week you had talked about kind of how you guys weren't really locked in in practice and stuff like that. And then leading into this week, uh, we heard a lot about how the energy at practice was different, and, and it was just it was it's higher, and you saw that a little bit, like, what was practice like leading up to this week? What was the preparation like? Did you guys feel like you were in a better spot going into this game than you were in the Eastern Michigan game? No, for sure. No, I really felt uh, I'd asked, I'd asked, you know, a couple of teammates uh, how how y'all felt before, how how it felt compared to last week. I've, I, you know, even after the game, I couldn't change it. I can't change the way I thought about it. We felt great. The the way we practice this week. You can't take it back. It was a great, it was a great week of practice. Coaches not lying about that. Players not lying about that. It was, we was flying around. Everybody was flying around. All that, you know. So, you know, this week like the preparation of practice, you know, the game, all that. It was, it was all good. It might sound crazy because you know of the outcome, but uh, I mean, we just have to keep that, just that practice ways up. That's just 
I feel like we we have to uh, build, you know, in small ways. That's just one small way we built that week, you know, was one way is practice. So hopefully this next week we can, you know, literally bring it all together, build quick and, you know, adjust quick and, uh, you know, get a dub, you know, going to SC. So, yeah. 100%. Daniel, what was the vibe in the locker room tonight? Because it felt like after last week's game, it just kind of felt broken or disconnected, whether it was between the players, the coaches, and the fans. Uh, but despite the loss tonight, it felt still like everyone was still kind of hopeful for what's to come. What was that vibe in the locker room like? Uh, it was... Uh, it was just like... Not to... It's... You can tell everybody cared. You know, people, people are still in it. Like, I've been, I've been on a lot of football teams. Fans see a lot of like losing teams. We, we don't want to continue losing. Like, that's not the people we are. Like, I won't, I won't let that happen myself. Even I don't play a lot myself. Like, y'all see it. I got one carry. I'm still, I'm, I'm gonna still scream my ass off. Like, I don't care. I'll, I'm gonna still push my team. As much as I can, I'm, I've never been on losing teams. Like, I don't care, like, how we're, what our record is right now. Like, I can't, I just can't condone it, literally. So, even no matter what happens, like, I'm not going to condone us, you know, being lazy at practice. You know, just, that's just for me. You know, I can only do so much. I'm, we're all grown-ass men at practice, like. But I'm, I'm, I just turned 20 this year. We got 23-year-olds on the squad, 24-year-olds. Like, <laughs> so, you know, I can only do so much. So I'm just going to keep doing what I can do, you know. So sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm out here blabbering and stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm just, you know, just frustrated. Uh, Daniel, last question for me. Obviously, a uh, new tradition was brought back, or the same tradition was brought back finally, the Sun Devil Walk. What was the, kind of the vibe like with that, um, and what was the – attendance like with the fans oh no that was i like that a lot you know just getting out seeing the energy of the fans you know and as i really like man i the fans that you know stayed with us through the fourth quarter that's the fans that like i really truly say i love them you know and like just you know seeing the fans out there supporting us you know, going through the season that we're going through and all that is just is big. Really, mean a lot to us, and that's the main main reason like we're pushing. If we if we had like an empty stadium on a game day, you know, that our mindset would be it would be hard to keep us. I ain't gonna lie. So you know, the fans that are out there supporting us out there is, is big, and we we really love them. Like we talk about the fans that you know stay, so we love them for real. I, I got to ask, obviously, the, the offense looked a little different this week than it had the last three weeks. This is obviously uh, you, you guys threw the ball a lot more. It was a lot less dependent on the run. I was curious, kind of your thoughts on that. Was that kind of the, the game plan that you thought you were going into this week, this game with? Um, and just kind of what were your thoughts on, obviously, the, the rushing game not being as big of a part of it as it normally has been? No, that was, uh, that was a game plan, you know. And, you know, sometimes... Sometimes game plan, you got shot. You don't shy away from it, but sometimes stuff happens differently in the game than you think. And you guys just run different stuff. Sometimes we run different stuff in the game. Sometimes we came back to our game plan. And, you know, Utah, Utah did the same thing. They, they weren't 
everything they showed, they didn't come to that. We saw some new stuff. They brought some new stuff. But, I mean, our game plan, I mean, like, every time we used it, like, it worked. But every time, you know, but I don't know, that's, that's something bigger than me, you know. Yeah, I never said I just play football. I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm football. He said, I, I'm just doing my job. Just just football. Football. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just playing, playing football, football, man. Literally, I just try to do my job as best as I can. So, 100%. 100%, man. Last question. We'll get you out of here. Obviously, next week, you guys, it doesn't get any easier. You got number seven, USC, a team that's probably going to move up in the rankings um, after their win against Oregon State. Got Eric Gentry over there, obviously a former teammate, and then just a lot of stars over there. Caleb Williams, Jordan Addison, just to name a few. What do you guys got to do to shock the world next week? I'm sorry, you said what? What do you guys got to do to pull off the upset next week? Man, we just really got to come together as a team. Can't stop saying it. As corny as it sounds, can't stop saying it. Got to come together as a team and you just got to play to the fourth quarter. Got to play better. Got to execute the game plan coaches give us. You know, we got to play harder football. I don't. I feel like we got to bring a lot more energy. At halftime, I feel like, I don't know, we just go in so bored. So, feel like we're bored or something. I'm not having fun with football. Yeah. But Definitely. Well, thank you, man. We appreciate you. Uh, have a great rest of your night, man. Yes, sir. You guys have a good night. Thanks, Thanks Daniel. Daniel. All right, man. Like, he's not wrong. What a dude, man. Yeah. <laughs> what a dude. Just playing football. What a, what a fella. You can tell how much he cares about this. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. He wants, I mean, the dude literally... Every time he touches the ball, yeah. like you said it. It's it's a spark of energy. Like I love the answer he gave. Just, I know he hasn't scored this season, but it genuinely feels like every time he touches the ball, he could score. Yeah, it makes an yeah. impact. I mean, not only does he try really hard and and runs with a purpose, and it, it never tries to do too much. He's just different. He just has has every tool. I mean, he he's only a soft. Yeah, that's I mean, the he's thing. gonna be a stud, man. Like, you know, stay I mean, here. <laughs> nowadays, the guy now, but you think about what this backfield could be next year with him and Tevin White. Like, it's it's exciting. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could, like you said, you could tell he cares. Like, and you could tell that, like, it, what's it, what I think the most exciting about him is you hear in his answers that he is like a leader. Mm-hmm. Like he he he's a young guy and obviously not a captain, but you could tell that he is. He's of the mindset that like he needs to lead by example, and he's like, I'm not gonna let the other guys around me not take this seriously or not, not play their hardest and put their heart into this, and that's cool. It's like it's just nice knowing that this this team clearly seems like they're in a different space than they were last last week, the last three weeks, and that yeah. is encouraging. Yeah, yeah I think they, uh, I, I think they just get back to practice, get a full week of practice, and you know really get acclimated with what this new game plan and everything's going to look like a new coach and even if you lose to USC it, you just need to see improvement you know maybe you you hold the USC to a certain amount and you score a certain amount of points speaking of points my score prediction 34 for Utah they scored 34 points was that not what my you score prediction you? too oh maybe it was 31 Oof. mine was 34 24 so nice yeah, my score prediction was way off. Become um, the winner this week. Also, uh, we had a comment earlier about Jalen Conyers' tweet. That tweet about booing was, that was last week. Yeah, that was last week's tweet. Um, look, the game, 
didn't go the way a lot of ASU fans would have liked. However, we had some fun tonight before the game. We had a tailgate at Four Peaks. Dude, that was electric. Bro, remember how I was hyping up all that pumpkin porter cheesecake? Oh, my God. It was not as good as I thought it was going to be. It was fucking better. Oh my God. That shit was, was amazing. Was was <laughs> that like, shit was incredible, yeah. dude. I lost my shit when I ate that. And we had the, the most Jenga exciting game. game of Django of all time. Uh, video coming on that because yeah. my SD card was about to... Max out. It was one of those that. things where, like, oh, so you want to play Jingle? Yeah, yeah, I'll play Jingle real quick. No, we played nope. for a fucking hour. We're in a hell game now. It was it was the most <laughs> We're intense game of Jingle. There was chance. We almost got it to the rivalries. Light. Yeah, Totri almost wasn't able to reach the top That's of it anymore, crazy. which is not an insult to Totri. It was, it was pretty. It was, it was pretty. I mean, it stupid. is. I mean, you were the shortest person in the group, but it's not. Also, why are we talking like Owen is so much taller than me? No, I know that's what I'm saying. It's not. <laughs> like, I'm not saying this is an insult. I'm just saying it was it was giant Jenga on top of a table. It was not an ideal situation, and you did end up losing. So I did end up losing, but not because not for of lack of effort. Yeah, no, I it, tried. It was, it I tried. Was, 100%. Ended up being. Look, there's gonna ridiculous. be a lot more, a lot more four peaks tailgates. There's definitely gonna be some more four peaks watch parties. Um, so come out, man. Like. It's sometimes it's fifty bucks, sometimes yeah. it's cheaper. Charles in the chat, he was there. He yeah. saw the the, yeah. the the Jenga saga. Yeah, four peaks is something, man. He was it's also getting robbed by the uh, by the cornhole. Charles was. Yeah. yeah, he kept on having a few that were just like in the hole and bouncing out like it was a basketball. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Unlucky. Cornhole Appreciate you coming though, Charles. Chilling. Appreciate everyone that came. That yeah, shit was hundred percent. It was really fun. Definitely gonna do that more. Uh, getting back to the game, let's talk a little bottle service. Um, because I feel like there is only one right answer. Yeah, yeah baby. Score. Texas is the pride of Texas. Carter, Carter, Brown. motherfucking Brown. Two for two tonight. Forty-seven yeah. yard field goal. Uh, seven total points. Yep. For Carter Brown, uh, he's all reliable at this point. For a freshman, he's, young he's reliable. all reliable. Young yeah. reliable. Young reliable. Young reliable. That'd be a great like rap name. Yeah. Young, young reliable. reliable. True. That goes hard. Special teams Brown tonight though. Special teams tonight was. By far. The highlight, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. the best unit, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had two, what, 50-plus return yards? Or return, Cardi kickoff B. Return. Ooh. Damn. Yes. LTC's got, she's got banger Bangers after low banger. Um, but is that a peanut, though? What is it's like football. Is that a football? It's like the gold football. Or it's like a rugby ball, maybe. I can't but tell it's a, it's a football. Is it a football? Yeah, it's a gold yeah, it's it's a a football. Good football. Definitely looks like a peanut from uh, over here. <laughs> peanut Brown. Uh, the Peanuts. Charlie Brown. Carter Brown. Fourth eye, third eye. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, okay. but yeah, I mean, like sure. there was two explosive returns. It was funny because I literally looked at you for that Ignata return. I was like, let's return it. Let's return a touch. Uh, yeah. the, return the kickoff for a touchdown. And then he broke it open. And I was like, oh my god. Wait, and the you kicker? Know Yo, Utah's kicker is an athlete. You two know, big tap. You know when Sean sits up after something and yeah. he's about to say, hold on now. Yeah. It was That's me where he the, was at, dude. The, 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 the <laughs> willpower it took me in the press box not to just get up and start slapping the shit out of Toto. <laughs> so, so from my angle, obviously, I was I, I was always following whatever side ASU was facing. Mm -hmm. So I was on the far side of the yeah. field when he was returning them, and so like I wouldn't have been able to get a good shot of him catching the ball. Yeah. So I did, thought it, you know they. I mean, I knew he was going to take it's it like, out. Oh, and they're getting closer. <laughs> but I was <laughs> Wait looking, a second. I was looking at the the scoreboard, and then I saw him look to his left, and I saw how much room there, and I would pull out my camera immediately. I got a pretty cool shot of it, but you can't really see. I got him out, but it, it was yeah. As soon as yeah. I saw that, I was like, oh. Okay. And I don't Hold remember. I don't remember who made that second return. Literally, that's where he was. He was like, I literally set up, and I was just like, <laughs> but I I made that se that second return. I can't remember who made it, but it was funny because when he. Field of the ball, it looked like Ingata like was not ready for him to because it wasn't Ingata that ended up feeling it, and it, he caught it in the end zone. It looked like Ingata wasn't even ready for him to mm -hmm. 
return it because yeah. he was like he kind of slowed down and then he just took off and then got it was like behind the entire yeah. play and he ended up busting it for a, a big return right again, before the half that right before that the kicker goal. that had to, the kicker eventually Can we talk made about that that drive Herm would never Herm, Herm would have just settled settled to go and then the post game would have said we were trying yeah. to go fast um, <laughs> but, <laughs> that might be the all time greatest quote from Herm we were and trying we were trying <laughs> to go it may not have looked like it but we were trying yeah. to go fast um. In class or kicker fashion, though, this was a Carter Brown discussion, and we just stopped talking about him as soon as we mentioned his name. <laughs> um, it is pretty nice, though, having a kicker that you can trust. Yeah, I'm not used to it, honestly. scoring f- over 50% of your points in a game. Well, that part's not nice. When your kicker's scoring over 50% of your points, probably not going to win. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it was, I mean, he was the only one that really deserved bottle service. Two field goals that made turn this into yeah, a I couldn't tell you non-embarrassment. Um, tonight. Isaiah Johnson had a really good game. Um Messiah Swenson scored a touchdown. Messiah Swenson scored a touchdown. Um, I mean, Kyle Solely had another 12 tackle I mean, honestly, Ngata could have gotten it because he was explosive yeah. whenever he got Corey the opportunity. Corey Bethley tonight had a hell of a game. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's it. it goes back to what I was saying about the defense. It really wasn't that bad. I mean, they they it wasn't great. But Utah is a significantly better team, and I think they performed better than I expected them to perform against the yeah. defense. The offense, and the fact that they played that well throughout the entire game, when the offense was giving them no reason to believe that they had any, they should have should have had any hope, and the defense stayed locked in. That was nice. Um, Sam, in the yeah. chat, if you guys had one coach to choose for ASU next year, who would it be, and why? Yeah. Are we going obviously like pure, pure fantasy land? No, or? no, 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 no. Try and keep it reasonable. Dillingham, 100%. I've been on this train for a while. I think he'd just be fantastic. He was really good today again. For people who don't know. Uh, offensive coordinator for Oregon. Um, four different offensive coordinator spots. I believe he's in his mid-30s already. He was offensive coordinator at Auburn. I think he just he fits what this, what, the, what her, Ray was saying after Herm was like, oh, or Herm relinquishes duties. They, they want a young guy um, who, who can adapt with the landscape, and Dillingham is the perfect guy to do that. Yeah, I like doing him a lot. Um, if one of you say uh, prime time, I'm gonna punch you in the no, throat. No, not prime time. I, I literally know what you said. Although I will say, if in terms of the whole like being ad- like adapting to the modern game, I don't think there's anyone alive better than him at that. Like he is. Yeah. Like, he does it. I don't think he's a good football Drop coach. Your, but your answers um, in the chat. Jake chat. Plummer. He would have to give up mushrooms. Um, not maybe not. I guess maybe he might be a good coach on mushrooms, but he also doesn't really he like football. He would not be a good coach on mushrooms. Nobody's a good coach on mushrooms. Jake uh, Plummer doesn't seem like he really got love for football like that anymore. He's more of a handball guy. Um, <laughs> do you not know that about Plummer? Yeah, yeah he's fucking in love with handball. That's his thing. Um, I don't really know. Uh, I know David was talking about this earlier. Like Matt Rule no. would be fun. Just, for, I mean, I feel like there it are you- multiple people in the media room that have told me that I'm, Matt Rule is their option. Look, I get the the. Look what he's done at other programs. ASU's not another program. Yeah, look at the other program, the Carolina Panthers. Well, no, <laughs> let's stop not talk it. You know, you want to, you know who also had a, a shitty uh, NFL career? Josh Hunt, Herman sorry. Edwards. No, Nick Saban. Josh Hunt in the chat saying his trick plays would be wild. They would talking be. about Jake Plummer. Carter Brown would come in, and he'd be throwing the ball. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Dude, that shit would be electric. Um, um, no, I don't. I don't really know. like. I kind of. I kind of want Aguano to be that guy. I mean, I, I would love it. Um, it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but I think yeah. he's going to, I mean, he's got a chance. So Iguano's your answer? I feel like if, because in order for Iguano to get the job, things have to go really well. So A, it means that things have yeah. gone well. And it's just like, if Iguano can be that guy, yeah. I think it's the best option. 100%. So 100%. And agree. I don't think, I don't, I, I'm putting enough faith in Ray that he doesn't give him the job if Iguano's not that guy. So I'm saying Iguano because... 
that means Aguano would be the guy, and thus it's a great hire. Um, I had George's OC up because I was going to say George's OC, but I had a conversation actually with somebody in the media room as the game was just turning into a bloodbath um, tonight. Um, give me Norvell. I like what he's. I, I like the season that FSU has had, and I think he should have gotten the job at a point when Todd shouldn't have been the head coach anymore. I think if ASU was going to move on, I think probably Norvell would have been the right choice. Norvell obviously was the OC under Todd Graham for, I believe, a season or two um, before ending up the head coach at Memphis. Did decent things at Memphis with former Sun Devil Brady White, who honestly, if he was healthy when he was in Tempe, would have been the starting quarterback over Manny Wilkins. And then obviously he's at FSU. Like, he's had some some hell of a games this season. Yeah. Like, obviously, the season opener against LSU was he outcoached Brian Kelly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it would be, obviously, I think Iguano would be a fantastic story, right? I think everybody's here for that story. But I think Norvell, I would not be shocked with all of the, because you got to think of this from FSU's perspective, too, right? Like, I feel like FSU's dream coach is, is prime time. So, I would not be shocked if that becomes talk and Norvell needs a place to go, comes to ASU, they've got an opening, so that FSU can, with open arms, welcome primetime. Uh, but, yeah, that's my answer. Um, getting back to the game that took place in Tempe tonight. Real quick. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> I need Lane Kiffin to get fired. Why do you need Lane Kiffin as ASU's coach would be fucking electric. Tell me that wouldn't be awesome. I mean. You heard his head. Look what you did. I Tell mean, me that wouldn't be awesome. I mean, you also know who, and then you want to get even mad. You know who I also think would be a good no, college football coach? Please. Josh McDaniels. For no reason, really. I don't have any real reason. Josh McDaniels or Mike McDaniel? Mike McDaniel would also. Do, Mike but, McDaniel might be the greatest college football coach of all Mike time. Mike McDaniel might be Lombardi. Yeah. but <laughs> uh, At the collegiate level? No, for everything, I love him. I would die for that. No, man. I think he could. I think he him at Josh college McDaniels. Football. Josh McDaniels. Yeah, I don't know. I only just think he could be fun, but Mike McDaniel actually might could possibly be the greatest college football coach of all time if you put him in the right situation. Well, right we'll now. never know. But you know, what I do know. Okay, Kanye, you can't. <laughs> I guess we'll never you can know. bet on Mike McDaniel's tomorrow in the Dolphins. You can also no choose S. Mike McDaniel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or you can probably is there, a, is there an S on McDaniel's? Yeah, Josh, McDaniels? Josh McDaniel's. You can also Mike bet McDaniel. on him on his team. Well, not him specifically, but his team tomorrow. Who's the greatest play? Uh, they play the Titans. Yeah, that's uh, a honestly, big game. Daniel Parlay. I think the Dolphins are going to be the Bills now. Ben on the Daniels. I'm so worried about the secondary. And um, yeah, the Raiders, the Titans are not good. Guess we'll see what happens. But new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team what? to win and get $200 in free bets. If they do, he's going to say, I've been saying, if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up it's same different. game parlays right now. For every leg you add, you can season. boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football? anywhere else in the DraftKings Sportsbook app to make things even easier. You can throw in or you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. It's simple. Download DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. I said been saying? that because Micah Hyde probably won't play, that they are going, they they could definitely win this game because they can't just sit in too high. And you were like, oh no, 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 no. I never said that. Well, you said you 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 said you're there's no way, there's no way. You you 100 said that that's not happening. Yeah, and then 
Michael then, Hyde was out for the season. It's official now, and also he's not the only person out. The entire secondary is not Eric playing. Rambo is a, just a great name. That is a great name. Um, the Bills had a player named Rambo. He was electric. Not very good, but he was electric. Um, <laughs> Hit the like button. The there. Bills <laughs> are going to have Kyir Elam and what's his name? Oh, why am I blanking on his name? The guy that beat out Kyir Elam starting at corner oh, yeah. corners, which is not not good because if Kyir Elam's not good enough to beat out a fucking six round pick or whatever for the starting Welcome job, to BFLL. What's that? <sighs> Buffalo. Oh, PHX. That's trademarked already. Is it as a podcast? Not a podcast, but it's a different mm. company. Uh, let's talk more ASU because that's what we're here to do. True. Um, who tonight, other than Emory Jones, missed the mark? Who needed to play better? Donnie Henderson. <laughs> Donnie Henderson's been needing to play. Why are we just sitting in? Why are we sitting in soft coverage? It's we- tough because like no one on the offense was put in a position to succeed, so it's hard to really say any of them. We did talk about it in the box. Haven't heard Nesta. Nesta hasn't had as big of an impact. Look at he his stats, he, he, though. He, he was all a little bit. He had twelve tackles tonight. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. And he's quiet. He's quiet. he's also loud. Yeah. Also, didn't realize how little on-field drip he has for someone who has a lot of drip. But he doesn't need to. In normal people, clothes? I feel like yeah. when you don't have. Remember, we said this. Like, if you don't have anything, that's drip. Remember what we were talking about? That's like, drip if you don't have drip? If you, if you like don't have anything on? Yeah, I've changed my mind on that. I don't like it. I, I don't think he looks good. There was a running back we were talking I'm not, about I've never said that to his face, but I don't think he looks Yeah, I'm going to tell him next time I see you. Sean underscore to pause says you have no drip. Dude, yeah. What Toach was about to say. Running backs? Running backs that don't have any gloves or any drip at all is terrible. Disgusting. And low socks, black Air Force Do you energy. guys like um, the tape on the elbows? Anything, yes. anything other than I'm a big, I'm a big um, tape on the elbows. Yeah, we didn't even tape talk about fingers that, man. guy. LTC bringing up a great point. Like the secondary was depleted tonight. Yeah. yeah why? Then why are we sitting in, in in shells? Why are we just letting the playing soft zones outside the numbers? Like I, I don't get that. Jump around, play man. Yeah, that's, They're gonna that's beat the you anyway. I don't think they had enough faith in the secondary. To but do it that. doesn't matter because well, obviously it didn't matter eventually, but. But, but it, it doesn't matter because you're, if you're going to do that, then you're going to give up yardage anyway. You you have nothing to lose. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, to answer my own question, I think Joe Moore needs to step up. Like, That's this fair. is a guy that we were shocked that he earned the starting spot over Trevez Moore um, at the end of fall camp. Where is he? Haven't seen him. Like, my, this week, you got to put him on a milk carton because it might as well put the entire defensive line when it comes to opposing quarterbacks feeling any sort of pressure because they could sit there all fucking day. It is disgusting how much time they have to just pick apart this secondary. And like, yes, we could talk about it was rough for Tamarcus Davis tonight, whatever, but he ended up getting the interception. Yes, ASU was without Roe Torrance, one of the Markham brothers and Ed Woods. But like at the end of the day, the defensive line has got to come through. Like at some point, you've got to go, like you got to be there. You think Cameron Rising is good? Wait till you see Caleb Williams next week because it is going to look 10 times worse. You know who I didn't see at all tonight and I think is probably the biggest victim of this new coaching change? Case Hatch. I don't know he if was, I saw him. He, he wasn't lined up in the backfield a lot, but he was lined up in the tight end slot a lot. Was he? See, but that's the thing, though. It's predictable. Yeah. Wherever This, this is something I've noticed. Wherever Case Hatch is lined up. We have Santa in the chat, by the way. Wherever Case Hatch is lined up, tight end or fullback, on whatever side of the ball he is, that's where the run is going. That's where it's always going to go. Yeah. The, the, this this offense has tendencies. Emory Jones, 
if, if he needs to dump the ball off, he's looking for Elijah Badger every time. If he's not open, he's getting sacked. Uh, they need to get rid of their tendencies. ASU's offense is too predictable. And, and it's, it's weird because it shouldn't be predictable. It should be a completely different thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, going back to what Toshi was talking about. Also, the no, Omar still really hurts. Yeah. Yes. Um, but going- somebody. Like, I get it. I get Omar Norman Lott. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Is a huge part of this defense. I think clearly after not having him for the last seven quarters of football, people realize just how valuable he is to that defensive line. But at a certain point, a, like Nesta Jade Silvera, Trevez Moore, jo- or Trevez, yeah, uh, Joe Moore, like you guys got to do something. Um, Charles Hall. Also Do you know what position he plays? <laughs> Bench. No, 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 really. Do you know what position he plays? Running back? Charles Hall? I don't know. Like you, what? You said it weirdly. So no, 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 this is not a true oh, question. Wide receiver. Yeah. yeah. Um, he had. <laughs> he had. Oh, oh, fullback. Well, I thought he was like. No, 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 no. You'll see what I'm saying. He had um, more solo tackles than. <laughs> oh no. He had as many as DJ Taylor, more than Mason Williams, um, Joe Moore, and Dylan Hall. More solo tackles. Uh, I want a Cole Bishop on our team. Dude, that man is crazy. The safety that got caught with the targeting that wasn't targeting. That so should got, have been targeting. No, it shouldn't have. Yes, it have. No, it, it, he didn't drive through. Targeting is not helmet-to-helmet contact. That was a good non-call. If you're if you're salty about that, you're an ASU fan. Sorry. It, yeah, it, it, it looked it, like a call to me. It wasn't. It. It, it 100% was not targeting. Regardless, the man was mixing it up everywhere tonight. He is. This is what Jamal Adams should be. What did you, what's his Adams? name again? Cole Bishop. That sounds like he, he sounds. He's like the one with the interception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interception, the sack. Yeah, he's a filthy. Cole Bishop sounds like a filthy kicker. defensive back all yeah, the way he's around. Really good. Um, I want one of those. You'll be watching out, him on Sundays. Shout out Jordan Simone. He sounds like a kicker and or a really good quarterback at a group of five. Or a really good chess player. No, what's his name again? He's a, he's a chess Bishop. player. No, Cole Bishop is a chess player that everyone wants to be really good. But he's like the Maria Sharapova of chess. It's just like he's it's it's the name is perfect, so he seems like he should be good at chess player. Is it Cole and the Bishop media hypes him up too much, but he's not actually as good as people want him to be. I disagree. I think he's really good. No, at chess. I'm saying. Oh, just specifically at chess. Yeah, good at corner though. Yes. Um, another great name on this team on Utah's team, J. Travis Broughton. Nice. Or J. Travis. What are we doing? Looking at the stat broadcast. No, we just naming people oh, whatever we want these days. I think it's a cool name. Hey, maybe there's maybe it's named after a family number. Maybe. What about Money Parks? That's a real name? That's a real name. Bro. I mean, why not? Why not? I made the decision today that I'm starting to call that Bo Nix's full name is Robert Nixon. So you're just going to call him Robert? <laughs> yes, Robert Nixon. <laughs> okay. Well. That makes him no relation. Never mind. Okay. Well, look. ASU didn't play well tonight. Utah did. That's just like when you break it down. Ultimately. This is why you come to PHNX Sundivals for coverage like this. Look. It, it, it is what it is. Like we, they are who we thought they were. Like, they're a good fucking football team. One of the best, actually. Yeah, top 15 in the nation, probably top 10, I would say. After they might season. be the best team in the conference. U.S., I mean... Mm. This conference is going to be... Really needed Oregon State to beat USC. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about the conference, because there were a lot of good games. Uh, but before we do that, want to tell everybody about more furniture. If you love these chairs, and if you just love the studio in general... I love these chairs. Do you? I love the What do you studio love about general. these chairs? They're chairs. They're really comfortable. Seen a more wonderful thing. Really nice. They've got the juice. Um, <laughs> I don't. They're comfy. Like, they're, I mean, especially when you go from the chairs that we had at the last place, which I don't know where we got them from. So I'm not trying to shit on like Ashley Furniture or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know where they came from. But these are just like they they make me sit more upright. Like they help me my posture, but they're also mad comfy still. 
I like the material, like the little suede-ness going on here. Suede-ness. Suede. Is mm. this suede? Would you consider this suede? Yeah, this, is, this is, feels like, yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is suede. Very nice. If you want to suede up your house and spruce up your home during I'd more myself furniture if I could. fall sale, do it at morefurniture.com. Props to anybody that gets the reference. Um, okay, we got a couple segments to get to still, but we, with the, with Ngata hopping in, I think we're, we're running overtime right now and it's getting late. Um, Love overtime. So do you want to scrap? No, we can do them fast. Let's go to aftertaste. Yeah. Let's talk about the aftertaste of this game. Um, Shane, I'll start with you. Um, Utah really gave it to you tonight, or I guess they, they gave it. They gave it to, what they did gave, Utah put in your mouth tonight? <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, no, no. What did they drive into your mouth time and time again? Bro, <laughs> that's a line. That, a line was crossed. Far. A line was crossed. Oh, oh yeah. Are we not going to mention that that Stephen F. Austin beat someone ninety eight zero today? We just I feel like that needed to be said on the show. Okay, you said it. Yeah. Did you have did you have them minus ninety seven and a half? I did. <laughs> um, this tastes like a. This, Sorry, Andrew. This tastes like when you want go to sip water when you're hungover and it's vodka. Oh yeah. This tastes. Ugh. This tastes because you're like you for some reason you were expecting something refreshing, different. something different. For, yeah. But. It, or you're expecting the same thing or no yeah you're expecting something refreshing um but you woke up in the morning and you have shitty friends that just leave stuff everywhere yeah um mm -hmm. so you had vodka um but you kicked your shitty friends out already but they're they they they're no, the they relinquished that, they, they left they, the they were the, yeah they relinquished themselves from the party yeah but they were the one that left the red solo cup of vodka oh, there yeah oh, um this tasted yeah. like a Tequila soda on a Sunday in Utah, which is just soda. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. Oh, no, well, no, soda yeah, water. Soda water yeah. not caffeine. No caffeine. Yeah. Um, it's just. Um, like, it could be worse. It definitely could have been worse. Like, I definitely. Could it? Like, there was, like, at the end of the day, you still got water. Six rush yards. But, like, you wanted tequila soda, and you're like, well, fuck, Utah ruined this one. Um, it just wasn't as good as you wanted it to be, uh, nearly as good as you wanted it to be. And again, it's all because of the state of Utah. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go with a white Russian. Um, because it looks cool, and you're like, ooh, this is different than all oh, my I other drinks. Throw up. And then you taste it, and you're like, this is fucking disgusting. White Russian has milk in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's disgusting. Milk and alcohol do not belong together. Yeah, exactly. Eggnog's fire. No, it's not. I know. I know. You, I, I can already tell you don't like it. You know, you're not an eggnog guy? I've never had eggnog before. That's crazy. It's never happened. I feel like everyone's going to try eggnog. eggnog. You like eggnog? Big eggnog guy, but it's not the store brand one. It has to be by my mom. Texture, I just don't like the texture of it. That's really. fair. Is it like too creamy? It's a little. It's a little thick. I would say. Ah, it's got a, a. It's got a thickness to it that yeah, I don't really want from a beverage. <laughs> um, okay. But that's why I put in my mouth tonight is eggnog, just not thick and creamy. Not in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Do we have a lyric of the game? Jay? Yeah. <laughs> it's time for the lyric of the game. <laughs> All right, it's a lyric. Oh, come on. Very nice. Come on, Nice David, lyric of the this. game, Carter Brown. <laughs> this comes from Eric Doa. The song is called Likewise. Um, the lyric is, you said that you hate me. I said likewise. And then backtrack, um, hit my phone, and send me hard eyes. That one you're going to have to break down. Because, like... Need to play by play? Yeah. Because so many people with this team, it's just they, everyone hates it. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to... And like the team doesn't like what they're doing either. Likewise, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. But and when they beat USC next week, especially uh, us and the fans, and us <laughs> as fans, like I guarantee, turn around Wednesday, 
Toshi's going to be like, you don't think there's a chance? No, there isn't a chance. Think? I'm at this point. You don't no. think? But even if it's not USC, you don't think there's a chance we oh beat Washington? God, I'm so scared. No, there might be a chance. You don't think? Maybe like, Washington. I'm so scared. USC. I will backtrack and send hard eyes to this team every single week. Go I'm listen to that song. so scared. Song. You're scared? Yeah, for USC. Why? I think Caleb Williams might throw for 500 yards. I think he will throw. I don't think there's a might. I think he will. <laughs> it's going to be. We'll see, bro. I think Eric Gentry well, I mean, is going to Especially if the secondary is in the same shape it was tonight. Like, no disrespect to the guys that played, but they're obviously not the starters, like, for the most part. Tamarcus Davis is a starter. Yeah, for, yeah. And he got picked part. on. Isaiah Johnson looked good in the opportunity he got. Which yeah, is, Richard Freshman. Yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll see, see but definitely that more that of him as time goes. Look, and the defense is not Oregon State's defense. Yeah. If you went to the game tonight, we hope that you use the Game Time app to get your tickets uh, because game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports concerts and shows save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute it's great for you procrastinators out there like me got my Cardinals Rams tickets on the game time app for tomorrow's game I believe it was like 70 bucks for like right on the 40 yard line which is pretty crazy when you consider the fact that it is a division rival who is the defending Super Bowl champion yeah, 100% it's gonna be a lot of fun I'm excited Thank you, Game Time, for that. Um, and if you love PHNX, then you're going to love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Lots of NFL games tomorrow, uh, lots of college football games to carry on over the next couple of weeks. And if you want to go, use the Game Time app. Gentlemen, any final thoughts on tonight's just disgusting performance? Um, no. Come to the Lolo tomorrow, 9 a.m. No. 10 a.m.? I'm going to be there. First time what ever. What time is it? Shit. <laughs> I'll let you know. Very nice. 10 a.m., I think. Uh, yeah. I'll let you know in a second. What time are you getting there? Well, I got a tailgate show right here in about nine hours. Um, so I have to be back at the office in eight hours. 9 a.m. I live 44 minutes away. That's what I do for you guys. I love you. Don't uh, do that. Um, but definitely come watch the tailgate show tomorrow, 9 a.m. Um, and then come out to the Lola if you're going to the cards game, even if you're not. Come watch football with me and Johnny. Mm. Everybody else. Yeah, Coach we're going to be, gonna there. be there. A bunch of PH next guys are going to be there. Beat SC. Hey. hey. Why not us? Why, well, because they're Hashtag really good. Hashtag why not us. Hashtag why not Because they're really good. Um, the last thought is just let's swing the pendulum back to the middle. Any Heavy thoughts rushing? on college football? College football, Texas is not back, like I done hath been said. We were talking about this on the tailgate show tomorrow. Let's get out of here. I literally predicted no, told you I asked, don't give my thoughts. Thank they you, literally Sean. predicted I literally predicted they're gonna lose Texas Tech. Um, Oklahoma's <laughs> in shambles. You do it for Wisconsin us, Adam. is in shambles. Ohio State is a wagon. Um, Bo Nix is still bad. I don't care what the result final is all of that Bo game. Bo Nix looked awesome today. Bad. You didn't watch uh, the game. Bad. I didn't really Bo watch Nix. the game. Bo Nix is still Anytime bad. anyone anywhere says the name Bo Nix, Sean just bad. bad. It's Second it's, half, it's Bo Nix was really good tonight. It's still bad. Um, still bad. Washington is going on right now, isn't it? No way that game's still going on. Is it? Good amount of... Is it? Yeah, it started late, late. No, I think it's probably over. Is it over? Oh. That's crazy. Well, look, if you want to go to the Lolo tomorrow, highly recommend you do it. But maybe before you go, you stop at Burrito Express and you get a breakfast burrito to go because the burrito smack. Shout out Peter on Twitter. He was there this morning. He was. He was absolutely there this morning. Um we need to go to Burrito Express. 40-22 Washington, by the way. go to bed. Okay. Well, he's going to go to bed. Sean and I are going to go camp out of Burrito Express. Kansas is going to win the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Or the Big 12. Kansas is? No, they're not. They look uh, good. They're not going to win the Big 12. They're 5-0, 4-0. They're 4-0. And Oklahoma State had a bye week. Oklahoma State is the best Valid. team in the Pac-12. 
That might or be in the Big 12. Might be valid. Maybe the future Pac-12. Florida, oh, last last thing. Fun fact. I mentioned this before the show. Last time Florida lost to both Tennessee and Kentucky in the same year, Eisenhower was the president, and then they did it this year. So. Okay. Go get your burritos from Burrito Express, people. I don't know what you're doing. Well, Eisenhower you're... would have gotten a burrito from Burrito Express if he was here. Okay, sure. We'll go on so that note. Taft would have as well. For okay. sure. I don't know about so, Nixon, though. But, when you, well, but I mean, what, we what we know about Nixon, yeah. duh. duh. Oh, okay. Uh, if you enjoy the content, give us a follow. Jimmy Carter. PHNX under JFK. Mm. No. Never got the chance to be a real guy. <laughs> give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Tocher. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. And you can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. I'm going to say it again. Hating on Bonix as always. <laughs> we will see you guys hopefully at the Lola tomorrow. But if not there, Monday live at 3 p.m. to talk more ASU football. For now, though, peace.